It still really is the only thing I want to do. Hello, Michael. Hello, Hello, Christy. So much has happened. Oh, my God. I I double-checked because I didn't remember. Mm -hmm. It's been... Three months. Wow! Since our last confession. Since our last confession, <laughs> I absolve you. Thank you. Excellent. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been since March. Wow, this is the longest we've gone, right? It's gotta be. Even during the pandemic. Yeah, we would get on Zoom. Yeah. and and I'm sorry, it's warm in here. Well, you moved. I did. I moved. This is one of the things that has happened. Yeah, is that. Uh, John and I are in a new house. We're yeah, in a new home. It's a lovely home. Thank you. Thank you. And it's right up the street from you. So at least yeah. there's that. There is that. Yeah. But it's like you moved. I have a full time. I have a full time job. You mm-hmm. were directing a musical. Yes. It's been chaos. It's been it's chaos. It's been chaos. Um, uh, yeah. It's been, yeah. But we're people have been, you know, saying, hey, when are you going to come back? Yeah. Like people have literally been like, I miss you. Blah, blah, blah. So Please. we're here. So we're here. For the people. We're here for the people because we love the people and we also love possession movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we? I have so many thoughts. Man, I, you know, I think it's like, oh, we love possession movies, but it's like, we love the one that's really awesome. Yeah. That, okay. That's <laughs> what I was going to ask you because uh, surely we will talk about The Exorcist oh, today. You mean because uh, there are certain scenes in this movie that couldn't even be called homage? They're just like, They're just straight up just copied. Straight up copied. <laughs> okay. So we're talking today about The Pope's Exorcist. Oh my God. The Pope's Exorcist. Starring Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. And directed by, I don't know. Uh, I got it right here. Hold on. Give me a second. I mean, uh, directed by Julius Avery. Mm-hmm. It also stars Daniel Zavato. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Esso. Who's yeah. in all of Mike Flanagan's stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and fucking Franco Nero. Yeah, dude. Franco Nero, who is like, okay, well, Franco Nero is still a good looking man. Yeah, I mean. Maybe if, if the Pope actually looked like Franco Nero, I'd yeah, be Catholic again. Absolutely. And if so, he could sing like Lancelot's songs from Camelot, right. like Franco Nero can. Yeah, I man. I mean, I think we'd be good to go. We'd be good to go. I have a question for you, Michael. Sure. Do you believe in evil? <laughs> I think I'm gonna, every time I ask you a question, I'm going to do a real big pause oh my after, before the last word. I can't. I, so, okay. Uh, this, is, this, is this a horror movie? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> For maybe five minutes? I, yeah. Like, I mean, look, listen, I'm sorry. I'm, I keep interrupting you, but I do have to say, Hey, any movie that opens with She Sell Sanctuary by the oh, cult. Oh, man. I was like, I'm on board. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I think I had posted, like, early on when I was watching, because I watched it, I think, a, a couple nights before you did. Um, yeah. I was like, man, did not expect the soundtrack of the Pope's Exorcist. I know. To be so fucking badass. Yeah. Um, this So this movie had obviously been on our radar since we saw the trailer, and we're like, where is Russell Crowe supposed to be from? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> and then finally it was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to spend $20. Oh my God. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> to watch the Pope's Exorcist because it just would not become Relent. available for yep. rent, you know? Yeah. So we're like, okay, we're going to do it. So yeah. So the Pope's Exorcist, it's set in the eighties um, or early nineties. It, no, it's set like straight up summer of 87. 87. Yeah, I even right. texted you. I was like, this movie is only a hint of the eighties by way of the twenties. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, it, it has the soundtrack. Uh-huh. That's, and, but that's really and it. And it says we're in the 80s. Uh-huh. But nobody looks like they're in the 80s. Like no. the young girl has like this crazy shag haircut that's more like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. And I'm like, but that was like a really sophisticated thing that a girl that age would not do in the 80s. Would not do in the and 80s. And even fashion wise, she just looks looked like, more 90s to me. Yeah. Um, by way of the 2020s. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, part of it is also like it takes place in Rome. It takes place in Italy and in Spain. Mm-hmm. So all the buildings are ancient. So like whatever. Yeah. Um, so maybe no one's paying attention. attention. I don't know. It, di- it didn't look 80s no. to me. And I, 
at first I was like, because you know, you and I both do theater. Uh huh. And like, especially in Shakespeare's time, like Shakespeare wrote things that said, here we are in Rome. Sure. Um, and they didn't actually dress Roman. They no, just were no, they were just like, like hey, I'm, I'm put in a Rome. Sheet yeah. around my waist and say that I'm in Rome. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right. Yeah. I, and, I and, accept it. And the soundtrack did kick ass. It did. I it mean, really did. She sells sanctuary. It had violent femmes. Mm-hmm. We care a lot. Like there were some great songs yeah. that had nothing to do <laughs> with the movie. None of the actors were Spanish. No, I mean, not, not that that matters. But you are in Spain, and if you're shooting in Spain, are they shooting in Spain? I don't know. I think only kind of like I think maybe maybe they, some exteriors. Yeah, yeah, some exteriors. They they sent the the what do you call it the drone. To, yeah, to Spain. to Spain. And like, I think the only Italian in it is probably Franco Nero. Yeah, I think so. Um, playing the Pope, who in real life, I don't believe was Italian at the time. But no, we haven't had an Italian Pope in a long ass fucking time. No, I think the Pope was wasn't that Polish. J- wasn't, yeah, wasn't that John Paul? Yeah. JP2? Yeah, JP2. Yeah, that dude wasn't Italian. He was not Italian. Come on, man. He was Polish. Come on um, now. But uh, so we start out... <laughs> We start off with, I guess now where you always have to start, Mm -hmm. which is like a troubled family. Yeah. um, Moving to Spain, to Spain because her dead dead husband's family owned a freaking castle. Yeah. Owned an abbey. An abbey. And he died. And okay. So here is the first thing where I'm like, okay, they are forced to move to Spain. Sure. To restore this abbey right. that her husband owned uh-huh. because it's the only source of income that he left for them. And yeah. I'm like, a dude that moves to the United States and marries an American lady, but his family owns an abbey. I feel like he I had feel money. Like, I feel like he had money. Yeah. So I feel like, I don't know if I believe that you're super poor. Right. And then I was even like, couldn't you just sell the Abbey right back to the Catholic Church? Yeah. And make a fortune. Yeah. Yeah. No, but she has to go back and restore and the Abbey. Restore the Abbey so she can sell, sell it. it. And it's a fucking castle. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And so she's she has this woman has come to this Abbey in Spain with her her Mrs. Vasquez. Her very teenage daughter. I still say that it's a good excuse to have people with Spanish last names who aren't actually Latin or Hispanic. Yes. But they can like check that box. Yeah. But then it's funny because the Spanish priest is actually Puerto Rican. Yes, exactly. Costa Rican. I looked it up <laughs> oh, today. Costa Rica. Yeah, he's okay. from Costa Rica. So like, yeah, there was some strange choices. There was like nobody, nobody in that movie sounded like they were from Spain. No. And then, well, we'll get to it. But like, I think she exists just so this movie can be in English. Yeah. Like, I, I agree. I like, mean, but there were so many things that were like, this movie's got to be in English. Yeah. Which is like weird. Just do it in English. Yeah. Like we've. We get it. We've seen a lot of movies set in other places. That are, <laughs> that in, are English. in English. It's totally fine. Because it's an American film. Right. We get it. But anyway, so she's there with her like super teenage daughter who mm-hmm. just wants to listen to music. Yeah. She just wants smoke to her cigarettes. smoke her cigarettes and just be a teenager. Yeah. And and she's resentful. Her young and the, yeah, she doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to be in Spain. And then there's the younger brother uh-huh. who has not spoken since the father died because he witnessed. He witnessed the, the dad die. Yeah, yeah, it was a car accident that he was in the car. The boy lived, but that's the, his demon. Michael. Yeah, that's his demon who <laughs> talks like this. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Innocent. But like, <laughs> I wish Ralph Innocent was my demon. Yeah, man, just hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out. So we kind of, it's like we meet her and then like very quickly realize like, okay, some shit is going on. Right. Don't we meet father, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah. Uh, something, something. Uh, the Rus- Ru- Russell Crowe. Ru- father Russell Crowe. Father Russell Crowe. Who's a real person? He, yeah, his, uh. Is it Arm, Arm, Armoth? Something. Yeah. Something. Anyway. Father Gabriel Amorth. Amorth. Yeah, Amort. Yeah, there and you go. He he is going he's been called to exercise this young boy, this yeah. young man in an Italian village. Village. And he does something controversial. Yeah, he he lures the quote demon into a pig. into a pig and then shoots the pig. Right. And so he's called before this 
panel. This and this is, is the first time that we hear like this is one of this this whatever it has to take this tribunal must ha- take place yeah. in English. This Please speak English, tru- Father Amort. Truly, one of the stupidest things I've ever seen put on camera. Yeah, the idea that you have a priest mm-hmm. who works directly for the Pope, and this meeting is taking place at the Vatican in Rome. In Rome, don't forget the Vatican's in Rome, and somehow the council is led by a fucking American cardinal. Who's younger than everybody else. Yeah, and I just want to point this out. People might not know, but in the grand scheme of the Catholic Church, Uh they don't give a fuck about America. They don't. And in fact, when all of the horrible shit started Uh with the Catholic Church... I mean, I shouldn't say that. It started thousands of years ago. But when all this stuff came out about what all the horrible shit that they were doing to children, Mm -hmm. when the Vatican was asked, they literally said, that is an American problem. Yeah. Like it is seen as something completely, almost completely separate. They don't care about us. That's why it was such a, that's why it is a huge deal when the Pope comes to the United States. Yeah. They don't care. They're like, yeah, great. Here's Boston. You can have that. Right. (laughs) And Chicago and Baltimore. But like, so the idea that there's an American in charge of this council and then would say to an Italian priest in the Vatican, we speak English here. I was like, oh my God, that's so fucking stupid. It is very dumb. Because like when we meet him, when we meet uh, Russell Crowe, who I texted you, I was like, is he just in his Orson, late Orson Welles face? I think he is. (laughs) I think he totally is. But that whole scene's in Italian. Yeah. And anyway, so he meets this council, this dickhead American. Yeah. But we get the idea that um, he, as as an exorcist, Mm -hmm. still believes that most demon possessions are psychological. Right. He's like, they're they're not most of the possessions that I get called to are just maladjusted folks who need mental illness, mental illness, whatever. Very rarely is there an actual demon possession. Now he does believe in evil. He does believe in evil, Evil. but it's, it's rare. And if you have a problem with that, go talk to his boss. Yeah. Pope. (laughs) So speaking of his boss, the Pope is Franco Nero. Such a handsome Pope. (laughs) Yeah, man. It's never happened before in history. And after this council, he's like, look, man, fuck that guy. That American's a dick. We got real shit we need to deal with. Right. Because you and I understand the real battle going on The whole thing is, is like they're asking him, like, why did you shoot the pig? Sorry, spoilers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he's like, listen, this guy had psychological problems. He just needed someone to talk to. And he goes, yes, but you like, you called Satan and whatever, whatever. And you get the feeling that there's something in Father Amort's past that he feels like he did wrong. Yes, he failed. He failed. And he's he is often trying to make up for that. Right. And yeah, and so his thing is like, well, if this dude believes he's possessed, if I can convince him he's no longer possessed. Great. Then yeah, it's psychosomatic or whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's good. Sure, yeah, and and even because they're like he's speaking English, he must be possessed. And Father Amort's like, does he have a TV? Yeah. So this is okay. I have a question for you. Right, like the beginning of this movie to me really felt like Sam Raimi. Yes. Like it felt like it was trying to be a Sam Raimi comedy, not unlike Drag Me to Hell or just like Sam Raimi's humor. Yeah. I felt like that a lot, but they weren't good at it. They weren't good at it. And then other times there wasn't enough of it. Couldn't decide what this movie was. Right. There was a lot happening. Yeah. And so the, the Pope is like, look, man, some real shit is going down. Right. So rewind. Back in Spain. Yeah. They move to this castle. Like right? you do. Like you do. Uh-huh. And the little boy, like you do when you're a little boy, uh-huh. you go wandering. Sure. Right? But before that, two workers who are in the <laughs> oh basement. God. Yeah, right. Two workers this. in the basement, like, are trying to, like, pass a line from something to something uh-huh. or whatever, and they smell gas, and something explodes. Yeah. And they're like, we can no longer work on this place. But they've uncovered like a sealed room yes. that we don't know yet. Yeah. We just know it's a sealed room, but the explosion has, right. has done something. And they will not work there anymore. And they will not work there anymore. Because, and not because they're scared of fire. 
No, because they're scared of demons. They're scared of demons. Yeah, they're not scared of bad wiring right. or plumbing. <laughs> right. It's demons. It's demons. Yeah, because, well, you know, that's how the Latins are. Oh, of that's course. That's how Hispanics Just are. Just terrified of demons. Terrified of demons. And so all of a sudden. The well, little not, boy. Yeah, gets possessed. possessed. By um, Ralph Innocent. Yeah, okay, okay. Corruption, thou art my oh, father. My. So there is a scene early on mm-hmm. with the boy. Yeah. And like a very handsome young Spanish priest is right. called to the scene, right? Right, He's right. going to be a big part later. Yeah, yeah. But a, he's a very- Oh, ha- a very big part. Very handsome young Spanish priest. He's called to the scene. He, much like Father Amort, is like, come on, man. This is this is nonsense. Nobody's yeah. possessed by Nobody a demon. Nobody gets possessed. Fuck these Americans. Also, that lady's hot, and I kind of want right. to sleep with her. Th- I got that feeling oh, from totally. Jump. Well, his whole thing, right, is, is like that he, he likes bangs ladies. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he goes in, and he has this tete-a-tete, if you will, <laughs> with the demon. And so, like, they do several things in that first possession scene that is, like, l- straight out of The Exorcist. Yeah. To the point where it's, like, Oh, I mean, okay, I get it. You can't ignore the exorcist. No, but like, so, okay, this was another question. I mean, but they do not only the possession scene, but the MRI scene. Yes. All that thing. So like he, the, the, the little boy gets possessed. He's like, bring me the priest. Right. And so the mom thinks she means father Esquivel. Handsome priest. Handsome priest. And he's like, wrong fucking priest. Right. And so then we have this other possession scene and all that stuff. Yeah. So- my question to you, I guess we're going to be all over the place. Because this movie is all over the place. Right. Just wait till act three when it becomes Indiana fucking Jones. Indiana fucking Jones. <laughs> I think I think the Catholic Church wanted its own like Ark of the Covenant scene. Yes. But with the Virgin Mary. <laughs> it's insane. So anyway, ridiculous. it's so crazy. So you and I have talked before about how because it's a myth. Because... Uh-huh. It doesn't exist because it's not real. We only know what a possession looks like yes. by what movies have shown us. Absolutely. Possessions are. Yes. But this is mm. almost like meta. Like this is almost like um, movie on movie yeah. on movie because it's like this movie is not original enough to come up with its own, own form of possession. Its own form of possession it doesn't create its own possession mythology right it just straight up steals from the exorcist. from the greatest possession yeah. movie ever made and one of but the like best ev- horror movies even ever made. Anne rice creates her own vampire mythology yes. right so that now there's all kinds of vampire mythology right and, and like she'll acknowledge what she borrows from stoker and then she'll make fun of stoker yeah. when he doesn't suit exactly. what she needs but this story doesn't do that this no. story just straight up and so this is when I like really started to question. Look, and I'm going to just say this like side note. I was fully entertained by this oh, movie. Oh, no, yes, absolutely. I laughed through like, it all. I don't even hate it. No, no, no. Like Parker was like, should I watch it? I was like, yeah. It's super hilarious. Yeah. So this is the first time I was like, even beyond the pig scene and like crow, just like being crow. Yeah. I was like, okay, is this movie trying to be scary is it trying, or is it trying to be funny? An adventure? And it, because, okay, it does like the, oh, the demon, the kid has a different voice when it's the demon. Oh my God. But like the voice of Reagan, when Reagan is, is possessed. possessed, is one, frightening. Right. And two, still uses elements of her of her voice. own voice yeah just doctored and then using other off voices right. it's fucking awesome they take Mer- mercedes mccambridge and linda blair's voice and, and kind of yeah. like fuck with it fuck, yeah. yeah and so you're like it's fucking scary and then also what that demon says to the priest is scary and uh-huh. it can sound like damien's mother and like all of these right. things and when it and when it says you know you know fuck your mother in hell or whatever i can't remember yeah. you know it's jarring because one you really feel for that child at that point because they've spent 45 minutes of just her and her mom yeah of, having her, of her being like a regular a regular teenage, teenage kid. kid uh but then okay so this this the solution on this is to use the voice of ralph innocent 
who is the father and the witch. Right. And who has an amazing voice. An amazing voice. But he's I also mean, on Game of Thrones. Yes. But like literally is like British man. Yeah. He's like not this. like it's not. It's not changed. It's not no. like messed with or anything like that. So it's hilarious. Yeah. Because you have this little boy just talking, talking like, like Ralph Innocent. Yes. Who could be like a British criminal in a, you know, like. In Peaky Blinders. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fuck you up, Thomas Shelby. Yeah. Also, he's just like, <laughs> he's just like obsessed with fucking, right? Yes. The, the demon is. Right. Which was like another thing. It's like, that's such a small part of the exorcist. There's like two or three lines. This is like all this demon wants to do is, is bang. Fuck. That's all he wants to do is bang. And like he, I guess his skill as a demon is using the priests sins against them but only their banging sins only their banging sins and we find <laughs> out yeah we totally find out that handsome young priest has been banging yeah that's his whole deal so for the whole movie yeah that's the whole movie is and that's his sin that's his sin he likes to bang but yeah. he also loves god he does so love he god. won't leave those the two things it. are you can't have it's those not compatible. Two, it's not compatible it's not compatible you can't love banging ladies and also and love also god. god and so yeah that's when i was like i don't know what movie i'm watching like yeah. the demon is so foolish that i thought that's the thing when we started texting i was like i don't know if this is rainy i don't know i don't know what, what it is. they're doing so the thing that we learn about father amort uh-huh. is that his sin is pride yes because absolutely before the pig not fucking no not fucking uh before the pig demon um pig demon pig demon is my new band pig demon. it's our new band i want to see that yeah band. Uh, that yeah so before pig demon uh-huh hashtag he, pig demon <laughs> He, he was helping this Rosaria, Rosaria, Rosaria. I don't remember. It's usually Rosario. So when they called her Rosaria, I was like, oh, that's weird. But anyway, so this young woman who is possessed uh-huh. and she lives at the vet. No, but wait, it does go back to banging. But hold on. <laughs> so that's right. she tries to, and I'm not laughing at it, but it does. She, she, she claims to be possessed, uh-huh. right? And yeah, he's yeah. like, She's not possessed. She has mental problems. Right. And so I'm not going to help her because I am the Pope's exorcist. Right. I don't deal with mental right. health Right. She issues. needs a psychiatrist. She needs a psychiatrist. And then the girl ends up killing herself. Yes. Right. And then he realizes afterwards that she was a victim of horrible abuse. By the church, abuse, right? By the church. Yeah. And that tidbit is actually based on a true story of a young woman that did go missing in the vatican um in the in the 80s okay a young woman that kind of like went into the vatican for something and never came and out never came out cool and she was never found again and you have to understand that the vatican vatican city is called vatican city for a reason it's huge yeah and so she was lost in there and nobody knows what, what happened, happened to her to this day. Her parents are still like, anyway, so that's what that tip. Yeah, they're not going to find out. They're not going to find out ever, No. ever, ever, ever. <laughs> um, so he feels guilty for his sin of pride. Right. Of like, I'm too good to, to help, help her. her. Right. Um, and so now he will help people. So now he will help people. And that's why he's in trouble. Yeah. And so the whole- From the American From the cardinal. American cardinal. What the fuck? When the big question is like, they do not believe in evil anymore. If there's no evil, why does the church exist? Yes. Great. And I was like, huh. Like that, this movie's asking big questions, but not- It cannot answer it them. It cannot <laughs> answer these questions. These are thousands of years old yes. questions. And Let's so, just make a fun adventure movie. Yeah, right? So then like he goes to Spain. And so now we have our old priest, young priest pairing. Right, right. That we also have from but the actresses. But funny. Yeah, yeah, he but he does have a, a really cool. Um, is it a Ferrari scooter? It's a Ferrari scooter. Yeah, man. it's real nice. I want a fucking Ferrari Hell scooter. Yeah. yeah. Then okay, this is the next part where I was like, "This is so stupid." <laughs> After we had the priest being like, "We speak American here, hot dogs and baseball." Yeah. Um, he Father Amort meets the young Spaniard. Right. And this Italian. And Spaniard, mm-hmm. who speak two languages that are perhaps closer than any of the Romance languages are. To each other, yeah. Can 
only understand each other if they speak English. English. I was like, are you telling me this fucking old Italian priest doesn't know Spanish? That's insane. And this Spanish priest doesn't know Italian or they can't really kind of just speak parts of each other's languages to get by. They're like, no, no, we got to go with English. We got to go with (laughs) English. It was like, that's why are we trying so hard? Why are we trying to justify it? (laughs) Just speak English. Just speak English. Like, I get it. Your last name's Esquivel. Your last name's Amort. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Done. Done. Got it. We're fine. You're Italian. You're Spanish. Let's speak English. Let's move on. Yeah. But then they meet the American wife and like, God forbid she would understand anything other than English. So like, there we go. She married a Spaniard. She's still still not going to speak Spanish. She didn't learn a fucking lick of his language. Not even. Um... So yeah, so now old priest, young priest, mm-hmm. but in um partnership, yeah, yes, and you know, Amort goes in, dick swinging, yeah, he's like, I don't buy this shit, right? But then, doesn't the demon say something that's like, hold on? Yeah, he's okay. First, the demon threatens to fuck him because he's just <laughs> obsessed with fucking. Like, I thought it was a lot. I only, yes. I only bring it up because those passages were a lot. Yeah, and man. I'm not a prude, Michael. No, but it was just like, why? What is happening? It was just like, I'm going to fuck you and, and you're going to come. Christy, I'm going to. And I was th- like, oh, Lord. Yeah, and I'm going to throw this out, right? If, if okay, we're going to argue here that like this demon wants to possess a human so it can do the thing, the demon shit it wants to do. Okay, hot, hot tip to the demons out there. If your only goal is to fuck, I think I know. Don't possess a twelve-year-old boy. Right, like, it's not going to happen. What is fucking going on? It's not going to work. Possess that handsome fucking Spanish exactly. priest, exactly, or any of the construction workers, yes. which were super hot. Those dudes are getting laid every day, <laughs> every day without demons, every day without demons. Yeah, possessed. don't even have to fucking like, try. If you're a demon and you want to fuck, then just like possess one of those construction workers, and you won't even have to lift a finger no. and be a demon. You'll just be banging hot You'll Spanish just, yeah, ladies. Exactly. Come on this isn't that hard anyway so (laughs) father amor goes scraping my face against that's fine he goes you took the bait (laughs) and i'm at this point i was like okay the demon did say that you took the bait but what bait it just seemed like the steps between between get me father amor and then you took the bait were real easy yeah yeah like he didn't have to think that hard before they went down into the basement and found the hole with the yeah so, you know other thing is is like young girl in a giant this castle is giant this yes, abbey is giant of course and she immediately finds the breaker box yeah man and there's only one breaker box come on, for the whole for castle. the whole place come on also like did the family kind of just disappear as like a plot device. Like they know. kind of went away for a while, right? Yeah. Other than the boy. No, well, I'm like, they, they go to sleep, that's, which is one thing, right. like, which is like one thing I could not understand. One that's spot, a shitty yeah. mom, Christy. Uh, fuck yeah, man. Well, one thing, they, the, the kid, the boy and the sister have like one of those joined rooms, like the Brady Bunch, uh-huh. but like castle yeah, yeah. style. <laughs> You know, where they have like a Jack and Jill bathroom, but castle style. Yeah. And she doesn't stop sleeping in her room with a possessed brother in the other room. And I I would be like, fuck that shit. I am moving to the other wing of the castle. Right. Where there is not a possessed child that wants to grab his mom's boobs. Right. Like, oh yeah, because he does do that too. He does. I'm telling you, he like grabs her boob and he's like, you never breastfed me, mommy. What the fuck? That's a lot. Yes. Why are you also, are you making that kid actor do that? Because like, I know that's, fucked up yeah that's was it was really a lot yeah oh and i forgot the whole time like when the boy first when the boy starts speaking they're like oh my god it's a sign from god yeah Yeah. but of course it was not it's a sign from hell Uh, but anyway so yeah so then the father remote just says to them you need to get some rest and the mom and the sister just go to their respective bedrooms and they go to bed and i'm like what they're like fuck this kid don't worry about it it'll be fine (laughs) he's got a a young priest and an old priest looking out for him uh Ellen Burstyn never no, went to bed. She didn't sleep that whole goddamn movie. <laughs> she didn't sleep for the whole goddamn. Fucking hell, man! Even yeah, Burke didn't man. sleep. No. Um. Yeah. Okay. So the bait, which we will learn out, learn out, learn wow, out. Wow, I have not spoken in a, out, out loud in a long time. We're old. Yes. 
the bait, the demon's whole goal, other than fucking, uh-huh. is to lure <laughs> Father Amort. Yeah, because he is the Pope's, Pope's exorcist. exorcist. And what bigger insult, Michael? None. What bigger insult to God <laughs> than to possess the Pope's exorcist. Yeah, that's the ultimate insult. That's the ultimate insult uh-huh. to God. Like, not even dropping an atomic bomb. No. Or enslaving an entire race of people. No. Or eradicating a whole race of people. Like, or or, or any of those that's things. That's not an insult. That's in- not an insult to not, God. Not to the level of, of possessing the Pope's the exorcist. The Pope's exorcist who drives a Ferrari scooter. Yes. That's I- worse than... Everything. Everything else. Yeah, that's and, worse than like bad water in Flint, Michigan. That's like dude, that's worse. I like it's uh, and I forgot because like once the battle starts, the Pope gets ill. Oh yeah, and they think he's gonna die. Well, because the Pope's doing research in Italy. Yes, while they're doing their thing in, in Spain, Spain, the Pope is like going through all these like old old olden old time books. Yeah, right. Like which the Pope wouldn't do. No, and then he just happens to find yeah, a little letter right so like the pope is doing this is what i thought was why doesn't the pope have like a grad assistant what is Doesn't happening? He? Like, why is he doing his own research? He's not supposed to be. I don't even do my own I don't research. do my own research. I hire an assistant yeah, director for not, that this shit. It's not that difficult. Yeah, it's not difficult. If me in Dallas, Texas yeah. can have an assistant director who does research yes, for me, the Pope, the pope should one. have a grad student. Yeah. Yeah. It's not right. But anyway, yeah, he's so doing his research. These two things are happening where they like they they find the gate, like they're going through the basement of the castle, and they find the gate. And at the same time, the Pope finds a letter, a hidden letter in an olden time book. Yes, and they're like, we should open the gate. And then the oh Pope pulls out the letter God. and is unfolding it. And I'm like, I bet you that note says, "Don't, don't open, open the, the fucking gate, gate. <laughs> man." I, well, it was just like two Indiana Jones. Yeah, for so me. this is like, and this, that's not a bad thing. But it didn't. But it's not a horror movie. No, and it didn't start that way. No, like all of a sudden, I, I, I mean, I suppose I was texting, texting Parker, I think, and I was like, this is the most batshit act three I may have ever seen, because it truly does go from whatever the fuck it was, whether it wanted to be a horror movie or a Sam Raimi horror comedy or whatever. Know. I don't know. And then it turns into a straight up Steven Spielberg adventure picture. Yeah. Once they like break open the, <laughs> the, the hidden room and they find the catacombs. Yeah. And so they go into the catacombs and what you learn is that in the olden times and the Pope is like learning this from this letter yeah. is that like the greatest Pope's exorcist in history. Right. In this abbey centuries ago, <clears throat> was possessed by a demon, Osmodius. And when Osm, this is like, I was like, oh fuck you, uh-huh. because then they argue yeah. that this Pope's exorcist, who was a famous uh, priest or bishop or cardinal or whatever, when he was possessed by the demon Osmodius. He started the Spanish Inquisition. That really made me angry. Oh, man. I think I texted you at that point the first time I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, how fucking convenient. Yeah. How fucking convenient to write, rewrite history. Pissed me out. Like, this movie is dumb and stupid, and I was entertained. I fully admit it. Right. But, like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you trying to get out of The the Catholic Church starting the span they started that shit they started that shit a fucking demon named osmodius didn't yeah so anyway in this adventure catacomb <laughs> adventure catacomb you find out like there's a throne and like a and cage. there's like a circle and there's like a cage yeah and, like a and summoning circle and there's a, a a water hole yes or something and like you find out that this is where this this uh, uh, sorry, this Pope's exorcist made his last stand, but he was defeated. And basically, um, Russell Crowe finds this cage and he totally understands what it is. Oh, absolutely. He did his own research yeah. as well. Um, if he gets possessed, he knows he has to lock himself in this cage, which is like hanging above. Yeah, it's like, what do they, what's it called? A, a gibbet or a, no, yeah, yeah it's something, something. It's something like that. So, and so it's that he's he, protecting. Yeah, he won't go 
re- right. start the second Spanish right. Inquisition or know. kill the Pope or whatever. Right. But I mean, it fully turns into like, we Did gotta- you clock him, like steal that ring? Yes. He totally like pocketed, pocketed the, ring. the ring. I'm like, so it turns into like, we're looking for like ancient artifacts. And then you find out my man Osmodius was there uh-huh. because look, there's a, a part of demon lore that I'm sure is like based on a single sentence in the fucking Bible. Mm-hmm. And then like fucking Thomas Aquinas was like, I'm gonna write a whole book. Exactly. Son. And it's about the number of demons, fallen angels <clears throat> that fell to earth before they went to hell. 200 million. Yeah. Or something or what, like two, that. Yeah. So that some of them remained or fell into these spaces on earth. And so those are the only spaces on earth that are truly unholy. God is not welcome. God is not welcome. Mm-hmm. And so, and this happens to be one, this of happens places. to be one of them, the Abbey in Spain, where Osmodius fell. I think one of them this fell Spanish like where this house was built. This one right yeah, here. God's not welcome. God is not <laughs> welcome. <laughs> no, that's terrible. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you priest. That's right. Uh, um, I just kept wanting him to like turn around and like Anya Taylor Joy would be there for yeah, no reason. Yeah, me too. I kept wanting him like, to say, "Father, thou art like, corruption; <laughs> thou art my father." Yeah, like, we just had like a little witch reunion. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know. Shit goes crazy. <laughs> Shit goes crazy because the Virgin Mary she floats up, out, floats up out Elf. of the water. Yes, she floats up out of the water. Bam! And he's and and Father Amort is like, yes, the Virgin Mary. Boom! But then it's not. No, it's it's a demon. It's a demon dressed like the Virgin Mary. Yeah, because de- I mean, demons they cosplay. They, they do. so you know. <laughs> Also, oh, can I go back real quick? Sure. Thinking about Osmodius made me think of this because I, we were, you and I were talking about it. I love this concept, which again I'm sure is based on like one, one line. One when line. like Adam names the animals and gets dominion over them. Uh-huh. There's like this whole theory in demonology that like if you know a demon's name, you have power over yeah, it. Yeah, like all these, they're arbitrary. Yes, they're, I'm like, if God could come up with a bullshit rule like that, why couldn't he just wipe them out? Yeah, <laughs> like what exactly. is God? Like I, I think I, te- I literally said like this is like when you're playing hide and seek. And you're like, if you touch base, then you're not it. Yes. I'm like, it's like come rules on, man. that children make up while right. playing games. Like, so like if you know his name's Osmodius, he like totally loses power. Right. Like, really? It's so like, dumb. What the fuck? Also, like, I really hate that these uh, just these like stories or whatever where it's kind of like your guardian angel. And I'm like, actually, people actually don't have guardian angels. No. Like angels are actually, they look like monsters. They're terrifying. They're terrifying. And they are meant to be like fighting a war that we can't even see. And there's different levels of them. Yeah, man. And you don't have a personal angel. Oh, man. Like people don't actually, I don't even believe in any of this shit, no. Michael. But even I know that according to the way things are supposed to happen in Catholicism or Christianity or whatever, you don't die and become an angel. No, fucking hell. Never. Man. You and I, even if they did exist, you and I could never be angels no, because they, we're not mythological They beings. came before us. They came before us and have 1,000 eyes. I am named after a saint that didn't exist as a human being. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like that's the whole thing. He's a badass general. Right. <laughs> exactly. Who fought Lucifer. I mean, like, come on. Who probably has 10,000 eyes. Yes, he's terrifying. He's terrifying and um, does not look like Crims Hemsworth at all. Like Not at all. Like in pictures. No. 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 Uh, so Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, wait. So the Virgin Mary comes out of the water. Yes, absolutely. And then he's like, yes, Virgin Mary. But then she turns into Rosaria. Yeah, yeah, right. that's and starts right. Bleeding from her face. Yeah, and like this is what this is his sin that haunts right. him, Christy. And he's then got to fucking face it. He has to fucking face Rosaria. And handsome priest is over there. Also got his ear bitten off. At got this his point. ear bitten off. Still handsome. And he's like, this Iron Maiden is like lying right here for some reason. And then the Iron Maiden opens up, uh-huh. and it's Adela, the girl that he fucked. Yeah, that she thought. She thought he was going to marry her. Yeah, because he let her on. Because he let her on, and he was like, I'm never going to leave the church, bitch. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to her, but he continued fucking other ladies. Yeah. And maybe she killed herself. I, I don't feel know. like she probably uh, something did. happened. Yeah. But she's covered in blood, and she's naked. Yeah, like you do. And so, like, the final battle <laughs> is these two priests fighting these two hot women demons. Yeah, hot women demons. And I'm like, that's my takeaway. 
from this final battle. Stay away from hot ladies. Stay if you're a priest. Stay, stay away, away from, from hot, hot ladies. ladies. They will seduce you. They will seduce you. Uh huh. Yeah. No, that's a good theme. Yeah. Great. Don't fuck hot ladies. Don't fuck hot ladies. Um. And yeah, that fight, which is the message of the Catholic Church, pretty much. Yeah. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. And like, if you're, if you somehow marry a hot lady and you can fuck her, like you probably did something wrong that allowed you to marry such yeah, a hot lady. That's right. Um, and the last fight unfolds like a really bad version of like something you would see in like Last Crusade mm-hmm. or like Raiders, right? Yeah. So then, like Crystal Skull. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So we're talking crystal skull. We're talking crystal skull, skull level bullshit. So eventually they win because like Russell Crowe like faces- Because he's Russell Crowe, Michael. He, yes, He's Father you. Amort. He's Father Amort. And he faces his demons, demons both literal and metaphorical. Uh-huh. Both literal and metaphorical demons. At the same time. At the same time. Yeah. Um, cut to- this is what I was like, oh, these guys, they want us. They want the franchise. They do. So we cut back to some vaguely hyper-futuristic Vatican library where the Vatican has access to all the information in the world, which honestly, I would totally believe that you uh-huh. have that in the Vatican I library. I totally exists. Yeah. And then the Pope is like, okay, dog, this is what went down. We have found the other 200 and whatever spots where the demons fell because I have my research team now. Right. I don't have to do this myself. I don't have to do it myself. And Father Amort's like, that's a lot of demons for one man's lifetime. And the Pope's like, what if it was two? What if it was two? And a handsome priest is like, bam, let's I'm here. go to work. Yes. And he, goes, he goes, let's go to work. And then Father Amort goes, let's go to hell. Yeah. And then there's like a guitar riff and uh-huh. credits. And I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? And I, when can I see the sequel? I know. I want to see the sequel so badly. <laughs> Where they're just like swashbuckling mm-hmm. badass priests. priests. Like somewhere in, you know, it's going to be like exotic locales. Sure. Yeah, know? definitely. Like one day it'll be like in the Caribbean and the yeah. next day will be like Prague. Yeah. Just de- like James Bond. A demon did not land in Cincinnati. No. Like that shit's not no, going to happen, Michael. Man. Come on. If like a demon had landed in Cincinnati, then Cincinnati would be much better. Yeah, it'd be way cooler. Yeah. Like nothing that's, against I mean, Cincinnati. Nothing against Cincinnati, but like demons are going to be, I think, demons are going to be like in Mexico City. Sure. Or or New York, yeah, or like or the cool old, places. The ones, the one city they'll do in America is like New Orleans. New Orleans. We don't understand that place. Yeah, yeah. There must be a demon. It must be a demon. They speak or like, French. You know, what? Karachi. <laughs> yeah, or totally. Like, <laughs> totally. Some, yeah. Something like that. It's going to be Prague, or somewhere Reykjavik. where Russell Crowe wants to visit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where the and listen, fell. good on him. Hell yes, man. Wherever Russell Crowe wants to take a vacation. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. where demons fell. That's where demons fell. So yeah, that's the Pope's. Exorcist. Exorcist. I, man. If you have a problem with that, talk to my boss, the Pope. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That is good. That's yeah. a solid Russell Crowe kind of doing an Italian accent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I laughed through most of this. Me too. Um, so I was entertained. And I, then sat there scratching my head. Yeah. Through th- the, the, but the only time I got truly angry was yeah, the Spanish Inquisition. The revisionist thing, history. Like which that, was so that did, unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. And it really made me angry because yes, children are watching. Michael. Don't, yeah, please don't let children them off. Children are watching. Yeah. And it's, don't let them off the hook no. for that. And you didn't have to. You didn't have to. Well, that's part of why I thought. Did the Catholic Church pay for this movie? Yeah, right. Like, did they fund part of this Maybe. movie and said the one thing that you have to do is say, is say that we weren't guilty for yeah. the Spanish Inquisition? A demon did that, Osmodius. Osmodius. Yeah, did it. that that was so fucked up and b- just bizarre and unnecessary. Weird. But other than that, like I said, like. I think again, Parker was like, "Is it good?" And I was like, oh, "No, I, I'm not saying I, that." I don't think it's good. No, it's a mess. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And so that's where I'm at. Yeah, with it. I feel like Russell Crowe is just kind of like, "Ah, eh, it's gonna pay me." Yeah, he had money. Yes, and, and he probably did at least for a time get to go to Italy and probably Spain for yeah. a couple of exteriors and Italy for a couple of exteriors. Like, the cinematography is good. Yeah, it's fine. The CGI is good. The cast are, you know. Yeah, there it's fine. It's not a horror movie. No. It's not scary at all. At all. No, at it's all. it's like, way funnier than it is scary, but I don't know if it means to be funny. I'm I still felt, not sure about that. Like I feel bad for this little boy because like 
this is his first movie I read. It's he's, oh, he's okay, a, yeah, that a, makes he's sense. He's a model. Um, he's a British model, um, and it's his. Is first that why film. he talks like this? That's why he talks like that. But what? What were you going to say? Why is Osmodius British? Nobody in this movie. I mean, I know you just said the actor is, but like we have an American family, a Spanish priest, an Italian priest in Spain. Because the Catholics, because the Protestants broke away from the Catholic right, uh, There Church. you go. So the so demons are Osmodius is Anglican. Yeah, All right, Anglican. that makes sense. That's okay. what it is. I'm sorry, I no. cut you off. So there's a the 12-year-old no, model. But this little kid who's like clearly not an actor and they have him doing these crazy stupid things yes. just sitting in a bed. Right. He's not scary. No, not at, at all. Not at all. Not even with Ralph Innocent's voice. <clears throat> no, I think out. even like less scary. That that's one thing I it's like that's so not frightening to yeah. hear his voice, which is so recognizable to anybody. He's frightening in The Witch yeah. because he's a very good actor yeah. who can terrify you. Right. right. And he's frightening even in Game of Thrones. Yes. He's also <laughs> physically very imposing. He's a very yeah. tall man. And even in the British office, he's not frightening, but he's a dick. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, this guy's, you don't mess with this guy. I'm sure in real life he's an sure absolute he's dream. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it's not funny. It's not scary. Charlie the goat hurt him. So right. I'm sure he's a nice person. <clears throat> and it's like, it's not scary to hear his voice coming out of a 12 year old. Like that's not what made Reagan scary. Yeah. Um, also that little boy's not scary. Linda Blair and like, and even Linda Blair isn't, Reagan at points. Right. Like they, I mean, this is why it's come just on. so fucking weird. William Friedkin. Like, and why like, are we even, you know, and come that's on. why I think like I texted you earlier. I was like, do, do, do people even know how to make horror movies anymore? I don't. Like, do people. I think that's a. I actually think that's a really great question. And I think the answer is. <laughs> I don't know if I have an answer. I think probably the most effective horror movies, true horror movies, mm -hmm. are being made at a much smaller scale. Yeah. And so once you have, <clears throat> excuse me, studios involved. And like, look, I know this wasn't Mission Impossible, but like this was not a cheap movie to no, make. No, not at all. And so I think once you have studios and like, you know, major studio level budgets involved, no, I don't, I don't think people are either, they're not making horror movies or studios aren't willing to make actual horror movies. Yeah. So I think you have to look at, and I'm not even saying like you have to go to like Skinamarink that was made for $9 or whatever. No, but like caveat. Yes. Like these mm -hmm. sort of way more independent, lower budget type mm -hmm. films. Like um, while I'm not necessarily a, I think it's really well done. It's not my thing. Like Terrifier. Right. Like they know what they're doing. Like they fucking, oh, they, they know, know exactly what they want to do and they are fucking doing it. They are it. fucking doing it. Yeah. And, I, and that to me is like, there's a huge group of horror fans that want to see that. Um, and like you said, caveat, while I didn't like Skinamarink, I appreciate that they were doing, that they were doing. Yeah. Like something that comes to mind that is low budget and is very effective <clears throat> and um, Black Coat's daughter. Yes. Like, so I do think that's where, you're still getting people who are like, oh, we're making a horror movie. We should try to scare people. Mm -hmm. Or we're making a horror comedy. We should try to make people actually laugh. Anything and, for Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. And so like speaking of like horror comedy or not making horror, like I watched Renfield the other night. Mm -hmm. I fucking loved it. It's mm -hmm. ridiculous. But it's like horror comedy meets John, like literally meets John Wick. Right. I mean, the action sequences in Renfield are mimicking like fucking John Wick. Right. And so like, they're not interested in making horror. Horror. They're doing a different thing. It's a different thing. They're, yeah. It's, but that's a big budget right. movie, you know? Yeah. Speaking of movies. Uh-huh. Can we say it? Can we talk about it? I mean, I think we can. So, can we talk? Can we tease yeah, it? I think we could tease it. Sure. I like, mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, our movie. Our movie, formerly known as Final Dress. Now known as the finale. Is. Going it, to be available. Yeah. Hopefully uh, really soon. Like with, really, really like soon. Like a month or a month and a half. Yeah. And like, we'll do, I, this is how I'll, I'll tease it, Christy. Mm -hmm. I saw the trailer and I fucking love it. And I saw the poster and I love it. Yeah. And I texted you like. It's it's been a long time for different reasons and all that stuff, and this just takes time. Um, but it's the most excited I've been about our movie yeah. in a long time. In a long, I'm really excited with the distributors that we're getting to work with, mm -hmm. and so we will definitely 
keep everyone updated, but like it's for real finally fucking happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so and like when I watched that, I think I watched the trailer like 20 times. I th- I did too. I could not stop staring at that poster. Yeah. I, I couldn't so stop excited. staring at the poster. And we should say like, we didn't make the trailer no. and we didn't make the poster. No, like which this. is like, you know, <clears throat> which is why companies who exclusively make trailers and posters exist in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. It, it's better when somebody who's not super close to the movie makes the trailer because yeah they're not like uh, they're not like agonizing over plot points right we're just like but wait but like he doesn't say that in this con like no it's like but it looks so fun it looks so everybody good. i'm not talking about like everybody in it i'm not saying like me <laughs> like all the kids who were kids mm-hmm. now they're i don't know 40 yeah, um it's been that long they're they're they just like they're so great and yeah. I, i'm so excited i just hadn't really been this excited about it in a while and, yeah and so that's yeah so yeah so, we'll, so we, we will we will keep everyone updated within this summer this yeah. summer we will be talking more about I mean, it and we'll let you know where you can summer blockbuster it is could be a summer blockbuster you know, it could be like, uh, so yeah that's super exciting uh yeah i you know like i said i've seen renfield i haven't seen a ton of new horror I haven't either because I've been moving and directing yeah. my show and, and, and I write, uh, about my new job is like, I write, but it's like true crime writing. And so I write about, um, I write about murder all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And like, I have noticed that when I get to relax at night, like dude, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday night, like I had finally had like a night to my, like not have to worry about murder. Yeah. So I watched, mannequin nice doc holly doc hollywood and secret of my success i noticed that and i i love secret of my oh success. me too it's one of my favorite movies when yeah. i was younger but i was like i don't want to watch anything that even makes me think about anything sad <laughs> like i, I don't just blame you. need i needed a break so yeah. um that doesn't mean you know there's exciting like there's another insidious movie coming out that like rose Byrne and patrick wilson are coming back for mm-hmm. uh i'm excited about that mm-hmm. there's there's shit happening yeah. so you know we're gonna find time we we're don't know if it'll be weekly but yeah, we will find time. we will find time to do it because it is still my favorite thing to do and i i, I as well i have uh i've been the show that i directed is really 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 sad and i've yeah. been spending all summer doing it right and um, like, I kind of like, I just want to watch happy things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like, so we're, we're human. We're also human. We're not demons. Uh, I'm not a monster, Chris. I'm not a monster that wants to bang all the time. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't get it. I can't get over it. Osmodius. Uh, cool. So yeah, we'll figure out what to do and when to do it. But I'm just excited we were able to finally get back together in a new in a new place yeah. and the place looks like a wreck right now, but it's going to be tat studio. Yeah. 2.0, uh, 3.0, 3.0. Wow. 3.0. Yeah. That's crazy. All right, y'all. We'll see you soon. Bye. Woo. 